What's up? This is the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast. I'm your host, Sean Dustin. If you're returning, welcome back. If this is your first show, welcome. This is a weekly personal development variety podcast, which means I alternate. One week will be bottoms and life struggles and how people got through them from all over the world. The next week would be something variety uh, interest, something that I have an interest in, whether it's you know life coaching, uh, people that I find that are interesting. A little bit of housekeeping uh, this week. I have a correction to make about episode seven. It was brought to my attention that I put some information out that was not accurate. So I would just like to apologize. I had said that my dad cheated on my mom with somebody down the street. That was not correct. That I had just assumed that. I've never asked either about the story or what the circumstances were. I just assumed since he ended up marrying the person down the street that they had met prior to my parents getting a divorce. So apparently I was wrong and I apologize for putting that information out there. Dad, sorry. Didn't mean to make you seem like an an, an adulterer. There was also another thing that came to light for myself uh, as I was doing an interview with a gentleman, an investigative reporter. So this was an individual that knows about reporting, has been interviewed by real journalists, uh, real people who know what they're doing when it comes to interviewing. I don't feel like I'm alone in saying this because there's a lot of us out there who have no prior experience in interviewing or journalism or anything that has to do with podcasting being a media-driven platform. The one thing that I took from this interview, and I always learn from my mistakes. You know, In the past, it wasn't always after the first time I made the mistake, but as I've gotten older, I now usually only make it one time, and it's like, oh, okay. When you make a mistake that embarrasses you, those tend to stick and get changed very quickly. Because the last thing you want is to be put in a situation again where your lack of knowledge, your lack of skill, your lack of whatever it is causes you embarrassment or makes light of the fact that you kind of don't know what you're doing. Or maybe even not kind of, you just absolutely don't know what you're doing. Either way, they both feel the same. So that happened to me over the holiday weekend. I had an interview with a gentleman named Eric Maddox, a fascinating guy, very knowledgeable on everything that he talks about. He has a podcast. And on this particular Friday, I had scheduled four interviews. I believe he was the third of the four. I lightly brushed over information about each of the guests. And up to this point, that's worked for me. Unfortunately, with the caliber of guests that that Eric is, it really pointed out some of the flaws in my interviewing or lack of skill or knowledge of how to interview somebody. And what was funny is I thought that I was asking him questions, but when I went back to to re-listen, I never really asked him a question. And there were some awkward spots in it, 
where he was waiting for a question and I had spent like a minute talking, going around a question, but never actually asking the question. And he was like waiting there. Okay. And your question is, and it just threw me off completely. I was like, Oh, whoa. And all these thoughts came into my head and I'm like, God damn, dude, this dude is a, a pro. Somebody who's, you know, takes action, goes out, figures things out, gets questions answered. And I'm just a guy who's playing at being an interviewer. I mean, I know I'm not playing at being an interviewer, but that's what it felt like. Like I felt like I was a fraud. I don't feel that way now, but just in the moment, that's how it felt. Sometimes you just, you need to feel that way because that pointed out in me that, hey, you know, you got a long way to go, buddy. If you're going to try to interview people of this caliber, you need to come prepared. You need to have direct, concise questions written out about what it is that you want to talk about. Bottom line is, is I wasn't prepared as I should have been for what it was that I wanted to do. And I understand now what some of these like journalists and, and media people are talking about when they get frustrated that just anybody, you know, the point of entry to this thing is if you've got a, an internet connection, some equipment and, you know, whatever your hosting fee is, anybody can go out there and start putting information out. So I just want to thank Eric for having patience with me. Uh, he was really cool about it, man. He was, you know, he was very helpful. He didn't get frustrated with me. He just stayed calm, very professional. And uh, yeah, thank you, man, because I, I definitely took all of your advice and, and everything you had to say to heart. Uh, I'm trying to apply it going forward. And this is Eric Maddox. He is the host of the Latitude Adjustment Podcast. And I suggest taking a listen if you really want to know what's happening in, in some of these places around the world where mainstream media is not picking up these stories of genocides and, and other horrible things that are happening in different areas of the world. This guy is actually going out talking to people that live in the areas and, and getting their takes from that part of, of wor the world, wherever they are. So give it a listen, go subscribe, uh, rate, review it, whatever you need to do. I'm a fan of Eric now. Uh, I've started listening to his podcast and I'm, I'm going to listen to it till I finish it. So this week is a milestone, a small one, small milestone here for the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast show. This is episode 10. Today I'll be talking to Kristen Marie. I came across Kristen she has a podcast called Three Dumb Blondes, and I friend requested her because it, you know when I see another podcast out there on social media, I'll usually request them and start following them. But then I noticed some uh, posts that she was putting up, and one grabbed my attention in particular. There was a post that she put up from her her boyfriend, and I guess he had he had passed away. I didn't know the whole story at the time, but he had passed away. And she was just remembering some of the stuff, you know, or posting some stuff, some memories. He wrote something to her and he listed a hundred things that he loved about her. And so I, like, I usually never stop at stuff like this. And I was really kind of moved. I'm like, whoa, man, this dude. I mean, it wasn't like, like random dumb stuff that he loved about her. I mean, it was like real specific and there was a bunch of real specific things. So like he really loved her because in order to do that, sit down and take that kind of time and be that kind of a romantic person. There's not a whole lot of them left out there. I'm definitely not one. 
but it doesn't mean that I can't appreciate somebody else that is. So yeah, it, it kind of moved me. And so I was like, you know, I wanted to know a little bit about, more about her and uh, what happened. And so that's what this next guest is going is all about. So let's welcome Kristen Marie. Yeah, we were interviewing an astrologist. Yeah, astrology is kind of is kind of a trip. I I remember I would read stuff about my sign. It was kind of general, but I mean it was all sort of traits that that I had. So I mean I, I don't know. I never really went any further than that, but it, it was kind of interesting. Yeah, it was. It a lot goes into it, I guess. It doesn't just depend on your like sign, time you were born, and all these other factors that go into it. I learned a lot today. I didn't know anything about it. Then then you're then you're doing it right. Yeah, I agree. You know, kind of life, you know, if you're if you're evolving every day and you're a better person than you were the day before, then then you're doing this thing right. But if you're staying stagnant, exactly. yeah, you're staying stagnant and and not growing, then you're just why are you here? Yep. And being like starting this podcast, we've been really like we're really new. You are too, right? Yeah. We haven't been doing it too long. It's still like even though we're so new, opened us up to a lot of stuff like we interviewed a psychic medium like we're interviewing a tarot card reader soon different things we've interviewed different people like in our area just cosmetologists and like all kinds of stuff so we've like met a lot of people already it's been really fun yeah it's cool it's actually my personal opinion is i think podcasts are going to change the world because it's connecting people again it's reconnecting people you know, because in order to mm-hmm. do in order to do a podcast, you know, like engage with other folks and and you know learn different things about what other people are doing, and there's like six hundred thousand podcasts out there and growing. Yeah, I like you said having to reach out to people, like, and people are very open to it. Surprisingly, I'm every time I message someone, I'm like nervous. They're gonna think I'm crazy, or they're gonna think it's stupid, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, like, I would love to. And people are just, like, honored that you are willing to get their word out there or be interested in them. Yeah, you know, spend some of your time getting to know know them and helping them out and, you know, spreading whatever whatever word. Like, for me, it's, you know, they're trying to achieve, you know, in their lives or cause their behind now. I, I looked at your Facebook page a little bit, and, you had lost somebody in your life. Uh, I don't know how recent it was. And I, and then I just sort of, we through talking back and forth through a uh, uh, messenger. We're just trying to formulate what we wanted to talk about. And I just kind of think that, you know, how did you sort of, what did you go through to get to the place where you're at that you decided that you wanted to be a part of a podcast and go that route? Well, well, I'll kind of start, give you a brief summary of my life. My life really started, I was 15 when I got pregnant with my daughter, 16 when I had her. I've always just kind of been a very, like, open person. Like, I grew up, my mom was very religious. She just kind of saw it one way, you know, God, Jesus Christ, the church, and that's fine. But I never really was like that. And I've always had questions and I've always wondered about things, which is why like these uh, interviews with the astrologist and with um, psychic medium and all that stuff is so very interesting to me because I've always been, you know, wondering what is more, what's out there. 
I got married. Her, um, her dad and I bought a house. We got married. We did all of those things, and he is a great guy. But we ended up uh, going through a divorce, um, going through bankruptcy, all of those things, terrible, life-changing things. I met my boyfriend, and he lived about an hour and a half away from me. I'm from PA, and I live, like, in a small town. And he lived in a small town, but it was about an hour and a half away. We met, you know, went on some dates, just fell in love, um, moved in together. He had a three-year-old son. Um, I had my daughter seven now, going to be eight. Things, I was in nursing school. Things were just really going well for us. And I found out I was pregnant, and we were very excited to bring that, like, our families together. And back March 24th of this year, I found him unresponsive. I woke up. We had went to bed that night. And he, unresponsive, I called 911. He ended up going into cardiac arrest. And it took them 20 minutes to revive him. And he ended up in the ICU on life support for three weeks. We don't um, necessarily know what happened. He was only 24. Um, A lot of stuff was going on since he did go into cardiac arrest. So we don't really know what started or what happened, but essentially we think it might have been some kind of stroke or hemorrhage. It basically was the point to the point where He wasn't going to make it out of this normal. He was going to be a vegetable, basically. We, um, his family decided, all of us decided to take him off life support and say our goodbyes. And I was 20 weeks pregnant. I'm 28 weeks pregnant now. Um, So it's been very hard. But when we started this podcast, I was listening to podcasts a lot. I always have, and it kind of goes in waves to an extent, like I'll listen for a while and then (laughs) go back and forth. But I have a few that I listen to and I thought, you know, it would be really cool to get my, my word out, get my life out there and connect with people. One of my best friends, Michaela, who's also in the podcast with me, she mentioned it one day. She was like, oh, I'm listening to this podcast. We should do a podcast. So I said, you know what? It's so weird. I've been thinking the same exact thing. And then I have a best friend named Cody. And I just basically kind of said, I don't care what you want. You're funny. You're coming into this podcast with me. So we kind of just sat down together. And we, I have obviously, like I told you, went through a lot of stuff. Michaela is... She works in the car industry. She's a salesperson, and she has a college degree, but she has had a lot of trauma in her life, a lot of things that have happened to her. Cody is gay. We live in a small Christian area, so it's just been – we just are all completely, like, messes, if that makes sense, in our own ways. Even though we're all completely different, we're just kind of – we were kind of like all of us together, you know, we can relate to everyone. So that's kind of how it started. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I mean, that, that you have something to uh, focus on to kind of help take your mind off of that. I mean, I can't imagine what, uh, what that would be like, you know, especially, I mean, it seemed like 
the the one thing that got me was you know all that you'd posted he had written a hundred a hundred things that he loved about you is that what it was yeah man that was uh I, some of the, I I read the whole thing and usually I don't I don't pay attention to stuff like that you know but for some reason it just it something caught my eye and I just started reading all the different reasons and I'm like Jesus Christ I wonder what I wonder I wonder if anybody's ever loved me like that. You know, and I yeah. pro- probably, probably not. Or well, maybe, I don't know, but I, I doubt it. Yeah, I, yeah, like I said, I was in a marriage and I was in that relationship for eight years and I loved him very much and he loved me very much. But Timmy was just genuinely amazing and he felt very deeply and he loved very deeply. And even with his son, my daughter, my daughter's dad is a great dad. But as far as the emotional aspect goes, he is so good. He was so good at that. And he had a way of, he just knew, like, if he just loved you, he did everything in his power to show you and express that to you and let the world know that. Because he would post things about me on Facebook He would, you know, I would see things that he would tell his friends, you know, since he's passed at his funeral and things like that. People I had never met yet in his life would say, two months ago, I messaged Timmy or he messaged me and we caught up and he didn't have enough amazing things to say about you. And it is sad because he, a lot of people don't ever, I never felt that kind of love before. And when you really look back on it and you think, wow, like it's, it's rare to find someone that loves you that much. Yeah. It seems like he's, uh, you know, do you have a, like if he's got people like that in his life that are coming up to you after the fact, you know, he, he's probably a pretty, you know, likable guy and is that way with everybody. Um, I had an uncle that was Mm -hmm. like that when I went to, when he passed away, his funeral, dude, there were so many people there. And like, he wasn't really a, like somebody who I would have thought that would have known that many people, but I mean, apparently, you know, everybody that he came across, he touched in some way and those people are are out there. They're, they're rare. I don't, I don't know that I'm one. I don't, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not either. You know, this, the, the, the whole podcast thing for me was kind of like stepping out into, into a, uh, I don't know. like yourself, I, I consume them on a regular basis. I mean, I work by myself, so and I'm in construction, so I, I have an ear an earpiece in at all times for eight hours a day, just listening to content. They're amazing to me. You'll hear me say it over and over and over again on my podcast. It's such an intimate experience, especially with the okay. uh, with the 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 earpiece because it's not you're not really passively listening now you're you're 100 percent fully engaged and it's in your head so you're experiencing mm-hmm. it in a completely different way and it's life they're life-changing I, I think podcasts are going to change the world i really do well like you said um i kind of am not really that likable person either and it's kind of funny because i think all the time if timmy would have started a podcast it would have just skyrocketed he would have been it would have been amazing he would have he would have had such a following because that's how he was he was very likable 
like you said, um, with your uncle, um, very, very likable, and he touched everyone. And I'm not so much like that. I'm trying to be. That's kind of where I'm at, too, with the podcast, trying to get myself out there, trying to open myself up more and see more things, experience more things. Yeah, and you can connect with people all over the place. I mean, I've talked to some people from uh, from Australia who before I probably never would have even had a reason to talk to somebody from Australia. So it's just, it's connected. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't uh, talked to anyone. Uh, mostly it's just been local so far. But um, I'm actually talking to someone very soon from, oh my gosh, where does she live? I want to say New Jersey or something. So not that far away, but we've discussed um, talking on the phone and stuff like that. And just, I never, and it, it was just out of curiosity. I researched, I don't know if you've ever heard of past life regression, but we have been really talking about that a lot, which is kind of goes into the psychic and the astrology type of thing. And I found someone randomly on Instagram and I just reached out to her because I thought, you know what, why not? And we're setting something up for that. And I would have never had a reason. I wouldn't have even known what a past life regression was if I wouldn't have started this pod podcast. It does. You talk to people you never would have before. Yeah, I think Instagram's a really good way because you can you can you can get a gist for for what somebody's about or what what their message is um, on Instagram through all their their pictures and their story, and that is a really good way, you know, especially if they have their email or you know even if you DM them, reach out to people and the groups, the podcast community groups, dude, they're super supportive to the point where I mean, even though this is a, a saturated i mean I, I don't know if it's saturated or not because a lot of this is going to depend on the kind of content you put out what your what your show's about your your target audience but i mean there's there's over 600,000 of them so you know it's not it's not competitive i don't i don't feel a competitive vibe at all when i'm in those in those rooms and uh, i i feel right. like everybody's sort of like you know cheering everybody on hey come on you know you can do it good you're you're doing good here you're doing good there it's a completely different feeling than what i'm used to feeling on social media if that makes any I agree. sense yeah the the podcast community has been very for me constructive criticism because i don't know what the heck i'm doing we don't know what we're doing it's just i'm always going on um different groups and stuff like that saying like what can i do what am i doing wrong what can I change? So it's been a lot of help. Nobody's downgrades you. No one says this or that. They just want to see you succeed. Yeah, for sure. One one question that I'm asking people that are are from other areas, like I said, I talked to somebody from Australia. I talked to um, a gentleman today from, I think he's over in, or was in New Jersey, or he is in New Jersey. You know, you, you, the social climate and social media and in our country and you know, with the government and everything else, what, what part of the, where do you guys fall in, in, was it Pennsylvania? Yeah. Is that, is that like a, 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 a Trump supported area or like what? Well, no, I believe that Pennsylvania did vote Trump in the 2016 11. 2016 election i believe but typically no pennsylvania is a democratic state our og tom wolf right that's our state senator 
governor. Oh, geez, look how much I know about politics. He's <laughs> he's Democratic. Pennsylvania typically is a Democrat state, but like I said, they did vote. I believe we did vote Trump in the election. My area that I live in, I live about two hours outside of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, of course, is a very liberal area, but the area we live in is very back road, very hick, very, very Trump supportive. You'll never see a Hillary. You'll never see a Bernie. You'll never see really much of anything besides Trump. I mean, there's a huge sign that still when Obama was president, it said big sign that said impeach Obama. And now now it doesn't even say anything. It still says something about Obama. I don't even know what it says. But yeah, our area that we live in PA is very Republican. Do you feel, unfortunately? Yeah. Do you feel like uh, I? I don't know, man. This I think it's all fake, anyways. Um, it's all bullshit. They, uh, you know, they're, they're, I agree. They're just a they're just a puppet, and there's other people pulling the strings behind the scenes that are actually running the show. So, what is your uh, your overall mission with with your podcast? Is it tell me a little bit? I think that our overall is. We went into it just kind of trying to have fun. We just kind of wanted to get our stories out there and start something. I kind of want to maybe, I think I I mostly started it for me and for us because we, like I personally went through all these tragic events. It isn't just specifically about, you know, the afterlife or the spiritual world. That's not our main goal, but that is something I'm very interested right now at this point. So it was just kind of something that we started to have fun and just be together, spend time together as best friends and learn more. Right now, it's just pretty much about us seeing what our niche is, learning more stuff and getting ourselves out there. Have you run across any problems like I don't do very well under a structured um under like a structured type environment where I'm, I'm having to, you know, read off of a, off of a format or, or follow a format. Cause I'm sort of all, all over the damn place sometimes. And mm-hmm. I, and I like conversations sort of to, you know, take on, take on a life of their own. And, you know, you can't, it, a conversation, you know, when you're having a conversation with just random people or, or, you know, people that you don't know, good conversation will always take turns and go to, and go into different directions. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of like that. Um, it just gives it to me, it gives it a better, a better feel like you're, you're real people. You know, do you feel the same way? I feel, I feel the same way to an extent. Um, like you said about the structure, like we, what we do before we go and talk to somebody or before we talk to, to anybody, we just like make a list of, general questions because I've noticed a lot of people that are interviewed kind of want to know like what am I going to be talking about which of course the girl today she knew she was going to be talking about astrology but she's like well what kind of questions are you going to ask me so we kind of type up a list I like that the conversation I mean we never get to all the questions or the questions some of them will already be answered throughout without even being asked and I like the conversation to just go wherever like you said but for me personally (laughs) like I hate being the one being interviewed because I like I'm not quick witted. I kind of don't come up with stuff at the top of my head. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like 
I hope I don't say something wrong or I hope I don't, I, I make myself nervous. Like, I hope I don't mess up. I hope I can answer the, the question, just like being interviewed for a job, you know, the stress of like, what if they ask me something and then I don't know what to say. I kind of been both. Yeah. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, mine is like, God, I hope I don't sound stupid. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. the funny part about, about doing, uh, these well not funny really but just with the uh the skype sometimes there's a there's a delay and you have to like you have to leave a little bit of a pause so you guys don't like you don't, you're not tripping over each other yeah yeah you don't want it to be awkward i feel that way a lot all right so you got anything else you want to uh chat about or or plug your social media well, I your... think I'm anyone would like to follow us we're on facebook three dumb blondes um our instagram and our twitter is at three dumb blondes three because apparently three dumb blondes was already taken <laughs> but um besides that like i just want to thank you so much for talking to me and caring caring to check out my facebook because we are facebook friends so you really have you really have read my post <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I did. You know, I, I well, I wanted to have something to come armed with, but like I said, it it it, it kind of touched me, uh, you know, and and forced me to think about things in a different way for myself, and and you know, and I think this is what this whole you know social media is not a bad thing. I, I mean, it can be used in bad ways, and I think it has bad effects on certain things. But I mean, it is really it's connecting everybody, and I think that the powers that be. And the social engineers out there had no idea the impact that this was going to have on the world and, you know, having access to information immediately. So, you know, the population can't be fooled anymore. Yeah. Well, you saw your kids today, right? Yeah. How old are, how old are they? Uh, my, my wife, I have one daughter who's uh, almost two years old. Oh. Yeah. And so Aww. it's a... Yeah, I'm having I'm having so much fun with her. She's at that age right now where you're you're seeing her personality start to come alive and like what it's mm-hmm. going to be like and it's just cool. I think it's the the greatest thing to to be a part of that, you know. You know, she's going to be able yeah. to get a little bit of my personality and a little bit of, you know, her mom's personality. We're not together. And I, but I live right, I live like five minutes down the road, so I'm so close, and I see her every day for at least you know two two to three hours. So I'm not I'm not missing oh. out on much. Oh well, that's so sweet. I just kind of wanted to. I love kids, so I just wanted to ask you a question for for a change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire away, man. If you have any other questions for me, that that's cool too, because we're at 27 minutes, and you know we can we can shoot off another three minutes to make it a full half hour. Where where are you from? California. Yeah, California. I live in the Bay Area, uh, the Eastern Bay Area. So I'm out by the Delta. Are you anywhere near the beach? Close to the beach. Well, it depends on what, what kind of beach. the The Delta has a beach. <laughs> I mean, it's not that kind of a beach, but it uh, there's beach areas out there that usually you know are partying on the weekends when it's hot. I'm not yeah. too I'm not too far from San Francisco. I mean, I work in the city and and in Oakland. So I mean, we're probably about an hour away from from any kind of beach i can't even imagine like i'm from a very small area and like even going to pittsburgh for me i feel like i was more meant to be in like a city 
I'm definitely not a back road girl, but like, it's very overwhelming. Like I can't imagine even being in San Francisco, like it'd be a whole different world for me. Uh, probably cause I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit jaded because of traffic and just when you're in a, when you're in a big city like that, people are, are so concerned with what they're doing. Nobody's really paying attention to, to anybody yeah. else. And, and people are rude. Like when I, I went to, uh, to Texas at one point and I stopped off at a waffle house and uh, I think it was in Amarillo and the people were so friendly. I, I just couldn't, mm-hmm. be- I couldn't believe how, how friendly people are everywhere else besides California. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, that's yeah. kind of what I miss. That's And that is one thing about this area that I think one good thing about the area that I live in and like small towns like that, when something tragic happens, like for instance, like my boyfriend passing away, like his hometown, we had moved out of his hometown, but his hometown, like his best friends, you know, that grew up living beside each other and all that stuff, everybody came together and helped the family and helped everyone. So in instances like that, like it is nice to be part of a small community and feel the love and have people care. We went to New York City one time. The traffic was insane. Like you said, everybody's so worried about what's going on, beeping every two seconds. I mean, the people of New York City, uh, Cody and I actually went, which he's a co-host of mine. We went together and the people when you're actually out the people out walking were so nice and they could tell like we had no idea what we're doing so they're stopping us at every corner Uh, do you know where you're going where do you do you need us to help you but as far as like traffic and the people in the cars like it was just insane I mean it took us like an hour to get like four blocks everybody beeping at each other and you're terrified you're going to run someone over crossing the street because you can't stop or the people are behind you are just going to get mad. <laughs> I city like, but I do like the smaller area as far as like you actually know people and you build bonds with people. Yeah. Like I've had, I've lived in apartments out here where I literally don't know any of my neighbors for the whole, the whole duration of the time that I've lived there. I don't know any of my neighbors and who they are. And I don't think that we're meant to be solitary like that. Um, you know, we're, yeah. we're we're meant to be in communities of some sort. You know, why do you think the Facebook groups are so popular? You know, they're they're micro communities of people that are are supportive of one another and you can go out there and you know, you can put whatever it is you need to put out there, answer or question, and you get an answer or you get some support or or whatever it is that you're looking for. You know, we're 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 at a great time in the world where, you know, everything is at our access. Yeah. If we just learn how to harness that and, and use it in the right ways and, and stop, you know, fighting letting let not us fighting, but stop letting the powers that be pit us against each other so we're fighting amongst one another online or anywhere. I mean it's just all it's all it's all noise. You know, there's much right. there's much more important things out there to be to be doing and and figuring out and these little conflicts and and you know constructs that are being formed and that's just all all craziness all silliness man yeah i I completely agree and it's it's super expensive out here too i mean for one i never really thought that i would ever have a job where i broke you know a hundred thousand a year 
I never thought either that I would still be in poverty, damn near, with making low hundred thousand uh, a dollar a year job. So, I mean, the the, yeah. ta- the taxes out here are crazy. I, I've I've heard. I've never been there or anything, but I have heard. How much is your gas right now? I'm gonna say f- uh, four. Well, uh, no, it's like four thirty six. I think was I filled up for diesel. We are at a gas station right now, and it is two ninety three here. Uh, well, we have the special summer blend. To, oh yeah, that summer blend that they need to specially make for California, so we're we're not in <laughs> violation of whatever whatever new fucking uh, regulation they got this week. We actually are like pretty high too, from my understanding. Like my grandma lives in Ohio, and we have like a fifty cent. I mean, don't quote me on this. Like I said, not not a political person at all. We have like fifty cents tax on our gas here in PA. So something like that might not be fifty cents. But my grandma's always, like I said, she lives in Ohio. She, I think they're at like two twenty or something like that. We're actually pretty high. So can't even can't even imagine paying what you're paying. Have you guys experienced any crazy weather this year out crazy there? Crazy weather? Yeah, like like out of the ordinary. Well, then you know what you're because you know how it goes. You, like weather patterns, like you know, well, this is a really dry year, or this was a really weird you know weather year where that we're having over on this side where it's still pretty cold. I mean, it's windy. It's windy, windy, windy right now. And the it, it just we'll have a we'll have a hot day here and and you know then we'll have another week of 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 windy cold you know colder weather. It's just been a strange weather year. I would say no. Last year was we had tornadoes last year, which I don't remember much happening me growing up. But we had like a lot of tornadoes last year. This year, I would say is pretty so far pretty normal compared to what we should be experiencing, but it's been rain, lots of rain, but that's typical for this time of year. So, all right. Well, it was good talking to you, Kristen and uh, good luck with your podcast. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll probably reach out to you a little bit later and, and, uh, and get your, uh, your social media links and stuff that I can put in the show notes. Okay. Thank you so, so much. No, thank you, man. I appreciate it. And uh, you guys have a good weekend, right? You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to the show. And thank you to Kristen Marie for sharing her story. If you get anything out of this show or are enjoying listening, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the word about this show or any show. Also, you can head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review, or do the same thing for whatever platform you're on and listening to podcasts through. And stay tuned for next week. We'll be talking to life coach from Southern California, Amy Barsky. I also want to thank all of the listeners so far. If you've downloaded this show and have continued listening, I appreciate it. Thank you. If you'd like to contact me or give me some feedback, actually, I'd like some feedback as to how you're enjoying the show or any changes that you would like to see or topics you'd like to 
have covered. Just whatever you'd like to say to me, you can email me at nowhere to go but up now at gmail.com. And one of the easiest ways to find me and what I'm doing or access to me and my links is to follow me on Instagram at nowhere to go but up now and go to my profile page and at the bottom hit the link tree. That'll take you to pretty much anywhere that you can get a hold of me. I will be putting together a Patreon page. It's almost complete. There you can subscribe and help contribute to the show if you feel the need. You know, these shows take a lot of time and some money. And right now I'm floating the cost of that, which is not a problem. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. But at some point, this show is going to need to start paying for itself. Anyways, keep it 100. Stay true to yourself. Everything else is just noise.